You just said you use it to ask a question about research and get an answer. Yeah. Google can do the exact same thing. For some reason, ChatGPT makes this new. Like, I'm curious why you do that versus why, do you, you know, you go to Google. All right, guys. So uh, this episode, uh, we want to talk about ChatGPT. Uh, open AI because everybody's talking about it. And also I've just been amazed by it. I, you know, as soon as I got into this thing, I was like, this is gonna like, just make my life so much easier. And I don't want to really share about this. Like, I think the biggest thing for me is research. The amount of time I take digging into Google to try to figure out stats and data. And now I ask a question and then boom, it's literally saved me like so many hours. I want to give kind of a sideways story about uh, wh why I think OpenAI started. You just said you use it to ask a question about research and get an answer. Yeah. Google can do the exact same thing, right? You can type in who won the Super Bowl and yada, 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 right? And it'll give you the answer. Yet for some reason, ChatGPT makes this new. Like, I'm curious why you do that versus why do you, you know, you go to Google. So if I want to find a stat, um, any stat, I would have to go and click through a bunch of pages, right? It's typically stats are not going to be on one. Plus, once you find a stat, you then have to go verify where the stat came from to go and see like, you know, all stats are kind of fake, right? So you have to go be like, how accurate is the stat? Should I really use it? You know, that sort of thing. The other thing too is when you get stats, you're actually just trying to find stats that validate what you're trying to prove. As an example, there's this whole debate about whether or not iPads are bad for children or gaming is bad for children. I assure you, I can find just as many stats of why it's bad as just as many why it's good. So if I'm trying to write a page, right, or copy, or I'm trying to prove a point, for example, you know, gaming is, is actually good for you. It's healthy for children, right? I would say in moderation, that is my belief, right? But, you know, I would have to go and search Google to go and try to find those stats and, you know, that sort of thing, where I can go on to ChatGPT and I can say, give me a stat about this, and then they'll give it to me. And I'm like, I can like really dial it down to really find the true answer. And it's going to give it to me in seconds. If I try to do that, searching on Google might not even be possible. Like you might just go down so many rabbit holes or so much information and they're just like, you might never find it. You might end up inside of like, you know, a hundred page PDF where the actual report is and you have to diagnose that PDF and the meaning of the PDF and then, you know, all that sort of thing. So what I really like with, with it is going in, asking the stat, where's the source? And then really dialing it down to find out how true is the source. I've had times where I've like tried to find a stat and I'll settle for a stat that I find because I know it's going to take me another two hours to go and try to find another one. And on top of that, a lot of these stats, the ones that I try to find, it's usually you have to pay for them. To me, the, the research side of finding stats, because I'm writing sales copy for, you know, for, for pages, right? And so I need to find, I always want to like validate what I'm saying is true. And so now I can like validate any point I want. And again, just, you know, for transparency, you could validate any argument, right? Like it doesn't mean that it's true because there's always another side to it. But when you're writing sales copy, I always try to say, okay, I want to find points that prove the point, but I don't want to make it bull****. I don't want to make it a lie. What I don't like, sometimes I can find a stat on a third-party site. Then when I get into it and they're like, the way we found this data is we surveyed 100 people. That's not statistically accurate stat. So if, to me, I don't want to use that because it's it's. But when it comes out of, you know, research and they, you know, surveyed or whatever, some, some, they pull some data out of, you know, thousands of people, then I'm like, okay, there's some validity to, to the stat. But why do you trust ChatGPT to give you the valid data? In that case, like you don't know the sources. No, no, I ask at the source and then I go and I, I look it up. Okay. 
it's not always accurate, especially now. It's not always accurate. So once it gives it to me, I'm like, how'd you figure this out? Where did you get it from? Then I go to the site, I go and find it. And then I go and like figure out where it came from. And usually on that page, I find more stuff and more resources. Mm. It's just another way of searching. If you need to cite the source material, you can definitely do that through either option. But uh, I'd love to uh, throw in this additional thing that separates ChatGPT from Googling because Yaro, dude, when I first came across this because every, like Matt said, everybody's talking about this thing right now. I had the first same impression as you, man. Like, how is this really different than me just doing a Google search? And I've been playing around with it myself, like who hasn't? And there's definitely times that uh, you can leverage ChatGPT that Google is useless. I'll give you an example. Describe five top tips about the YouTube AI that almost nobody knows about. You can't Google that. I mean, if someone wrote a blog with a title similar to that, okay, me, but... To Matt's point, it would take me hours to get through until I finally saw something that was usable for me and my purposes. Especially that you're saying that no, not many people know about, right? Did you run that query and how did it go? Yeah, and and similar queries. And I, well, I don't have it pulled up in front of me here, but but were you happy with it? Like, yeah, like I, I was like, okay, now now I'm bought in. You can literally insert gardening, gaming, childcare, like anything you wanted, and you're going to find information that this machine learning AI tool has collected over years and years and years of human data. And then to Matt's point, if you were using this in a professional capacity and you actually needed to cite the source material, that would probably, my assumption is, I'm not claiming to be an expert at this stuff, but my assumption is you could probably use a combination of the chat GPT and Googling to actually citing out where this information actually was, came from, what survey it came from, what project it came from. And then just to me to like, I got to say this too, because this really blew the socks off of me too, because you'll get the answer and then you can add an additional prompt. Don't start a new chat. Yeah. Just start, continue on with the existing data. And you could say, Something to the effect of that's great, but give the above to me in from a, in a, a philosophical nature or in a historical context yeah, that's cool. or in a educational tone. And that part's crazy. And I was like, this thing is good. <laughs> like I had a good time playing with it. I did. I admit. You know, the other thing too is because it's not commercialized, right? So there's not a bunch of people trying to like get you to go download something or go to this link. That's all right. Google, when you're on websites and stuff, it's commercialized ads. There's a lot of bull that's just like you have to sift through, mm -hmm. right? Whereas right now, this is just text, which makes it a lot easier to like figure out what's real, what's not. Two things, great point, Matt, because you've just highlighted exactly why Google hasn't released their own version of this, because you'd basically be killing, if it worked, their main income stream, which is the ads they put with search. Because they're clearly, they have the data set. I mean, their search engine is basically an AI engine for answering questions, just like we're talking about with ChatGPT. But I think it's worth pointing out what ChatGPT is doing, like in the case you just gave, Andrew with 10 unknown or little known facts. So it's basically getting its entire data set and maybe finding the points that use the phrase little known, perhaps in a blog post or in whatever source material it's got, and then amalgamating them, kind of mushing it together in its own voice. So it's really just a great aggregator of existing content. And then it's able to present that to you in a, a format, like you said, whether it's you know old style English or matter of fact or business English, whatever it is. So I think the formatting and the aggregating of content is great. The question I have here, you know, I grew up as a blogger and back in the day, that's what we would do as writers. We'd go and read someone else's blog, listen to a podcast, and we take a few ideas from each of these sources and we'd write our own opinion uh, piece. You know, our top 10 things we learned about a topic and this just does it for you and, and makes it quicker. 